Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. I am in Las Vegas uh, for CES, as you may or may not have known. We had a little break over Christmas, but we're back for the annual trip to Las Vegas for what is just a ridiculously big show. Uh, I do think it gets bigger every year. They won't release any data about the, the, the visitor numbers and the scale of it till it's all over, but there's no doubt it's bigger. Um, there's no doubt there's, there's more here. There's no doubt it's kind of um, flattening out. We don't have this peak of it's all about Samsung and LG and TVs. It's, it's all about a lot of things uh, this year and in previous years. We're doing it all thanks to good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, and, of course, Netgear, Netgear Arlo Wireless Home Security Cameras. Uh, I'll tell you more about them a little bit later. We'll have a chat uh, with Jeff Quattromani, who's here with me for EFGM. He's been uh, at press days, uh, been checking out a fair few things happening uh, in terms of announcements. I'll have a think about um, some of the trends I've seen here already. Just to be clear, the show hasn't even opened yet, um, but uh, we've had a good walk around a few areas, so we know broadly what's going on and who's doing what so we can talk about that um virtual reality seems big i'm i'm starting to get more and more impressed by the the 360 degree cameras they they're not only a bit of a fun gimmick they're they get a good reception um and i think there's there's several of them here i didn't quite expect that so that's been good and then cars cars and more cars when i first came here five years ago there was certainly probably 30 percent of the north hall was cars but it's almost like a motor show here in the North Hall of uh, the Las Vegas Convention Center where I am right now in the EFTM studio. So let's get it underway with your tech life. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But Trevor owns the world's best techie. CS, thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technologies, and Netgear, the Arlo Smart Home Security System you just have to love. Now, this is a very different CES for me, very different. This is my fifth CES. Um, uh, the first couple were daunting and overwhelming, but I feel like I've got myself into the swing of it. But the commitment level is a little high when you're trying to do everything that's possible. Um, so with TV, radio, podcasts, and a vlog this year, uh, I thought I'd bring Jeff Quattromani in. So, mate, good Trevor. How are you? Welcome. Good to be welcome. here. This is so. Uh, this is your first CES, yeah. My first Confirming. CES. My first time in Vegas. What happens in Vegas? Let's remember. I know. We might as well stop the show there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, I mean, th- oh, you you would have followed CES a bazillion times, right? Yeah, over real the years. closely. Yeah, because it's one of those things when you're sitting at home as a tech journal, let alone tech yep. fan. You see all the people there, and you always say you want to go. So, Absolutely. Um, what were your expectations of CES? You know, after following it for years, you sort of look back and you think, yeah, everything is as big as I thought, 
Vegas is bigger than I thought. Yeah, right. So when I came through down the strip the first night, everything that I thought I'd see was twice as big. Yeah, right. But then the conference rooms here are just massive as well. Ridiculous, and isn't the, it? You think about the money that they're putting into an event like this, and it's astronomical. Yeah. Just massive. Because that's that scale thing. Uh, and uh, was it? what were we watching just there? Oh, we're at the Sony press conference, yeah. and they said 35 NFL fields. NFL field's quite small. I've been saying yeah. 9 MCG. So it's probably similar oh, if you, if you think about it. a cricket ground. It's massive. And that's that's convention center space, and we're actually overlooking part of the... So that's... That's exhibitors. That's yeah. stalls, booths, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And the thing is, it's not just here. So if people, let's say you're a Sydneyite, imagine it's at Darling Harbour. Yeah. But it's also at North Sydney. Mm. It's in the CBD. And there's probably bits of it at Parramatta. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in every possible convention space across Las Vegas. Hey, it's so funny. Last night we're walking from, from dinner back to the hotel. And we're walking past other hotels. I wonder hotels. why it took you so long. I know. Walking past other hotels that had booths going on there as well. Yeah. And you just, you're just not going to see it all. No. It's, oh, I've, as I've as said I've tried to mm. see as much as I can. Yeah. I've, you know, you have to go, well, hang on, the best of it has to be in the convention centre. You yeah. have to assume. But then there's this thing called Eureka Park over mm. at the Sands, which is the Venetian. I'm going to go there on Thursday, hopefully, and just try. Because some of the stuff that we've been I've been talking about on the radio, especially there's pillows and this all those kind of stuff, yep. is actually over there because it's... It's too small a company to afford space here. That was the one we walked past, actually. Yes. It was that. Yeah. And they've so got the a sand. lot there as well. It's this whole, whole thing. So let's let's rewind quickly here. Yep. So we got in on Sunday night. Sunday we morning. Flew in, we flew in Sunday morning, but we got into yep. Vegas on Sunday night after a bit of uh, plane spotting, train spotting, and, yep. and whatnot. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and you know, that's the, the reason I'm doing the, the video blog is because it's just a bit of... We can talk about this all we like. And I love podcasts, but, geez, putting your eye on some of the stuff we've seen is awesome. So yep. they're up on, on YouTube and on the Facebook page. So we got into Vegas on uh, on Sunday night. We um, unfortunately slept in quite heavily on yeah, Monday morning working. and went beautifully straight into uh, into what we needed to get done, and we went to Unveiled. So Unveiled is bit much bigger this year. It was like the, the floor space was four times bigger, I reckon, and there was twice wow. as many exhibitors. Yep. Um, but it's, it's such a great part of the show. It's perfect for me because, and, and to set the scene, I spend the first two or three days just trying to organise the Today Show crosses and radio stuff, mm. whereas so, so I don't really get time to concentrate on press day, which is why you're here to talk about it. Yep. Um, and all that. But So it's great because I can go to this thing on, on Monday night and find four or five or six or seven cool gadgets easily, and then, mate, and you would have you probably sick of me on the radio now. I talk to people on the I'm saying the same thing over and over again to you every love radio that station. You love that pillow. I love that pillow, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, and so Unveiled is great for that. But you found some cool stuff there, um, like drink, oh, drink so, stuff. So I basically discovered that the Nespresso model that we've all seen and a lot of us have with the pods, that's being adapted into other beverages. So wine. They're doing wine as pods. Yeah. Um, they're doing beer in the same fashion. Have they got soft drink one? Because I've seen that somewhere. In fact, I emailed a company oh. about six weeks ago because I saw it on yeah. someone's blog. They do Coke. So you can buy Coke pods. Keurig, I think. Yes, that's Keurig it. Keurig does that, yeah. Yep. And, and like that's post-mix, right? That's Because yeah, yeah. that's all you get at Macca's that's is it. a bit of syrup mixed with water. Yep. So that's, I mean, I want that at home. Yeah, it exists in the US. That's a... Keurig's a big deal in the US already. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's massive. So, so we wouldn't have seen them. Espresso concept, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they've done that with beer, oh, um, cocktails. So how, do they, how that, do they do it with beer? So it's a, it's a, there's a bud, there's a Miller, there's a pod for every type of beer. Basically. Essentially, you buy this. It's called a brewing kit. Yeah. But it gives you a actual beer that it's going to turn out to be. You put it in this machine, and it starts to brew it for you and produce a keg of beer for you. Crazy. The wine. How does it do crazy. wine then? So the wine is actually giving you vials of 
wine per glass. Yeah. You stick that into the top of this machine and it dispenses it at the exact temperature that the winery wants you to have it served at. It's a real wino thing. Yeah. So the right temperature, of it, it, does the whole, it does the whole decanting process, the aeration and things like that. It's really impressive. So there was wine, beer, cocktails, yeah, the whole dispensing product. Mm. That was impressive. I, um, I've talked about and i talked about some of this stuff with, with Stephen on Two Blokes Talking Tech, but the, those sensors blew my mind. So sensors, and they're called Smarter, and they haven't released really much info, but little sensors that you put in the pantry. So you put them on the shelf, and then you put a tin of Vegemite on it, yep. and, you, and you say, this is a tin of Vegemite, and it, when it knows, it's full. Mm. And then as it, as it goes down, the weight gets lesser, and so it can't weigh it to the gram, but it can say it's 50% full, it's mm. 30% full, etc. So you can be at the shops and go, have we got Vegemite? And you can look got? it up on the app. But then they've got a camera that when you close the fridge, every time you close the fridge, it takes a photo. So you can go, oh, crap, do we have milk? Yeah, that's so handy. Open up the app and you find, found, oh, mate, I'm getting that the minute it's available. Do you get that problem? Absolutely, mate. Yeah. When you've got three kids, milk disappears, yeah. like, ridiculously. <laughs> and it's this weird thing, right? You can buy three litres of milk. Yep. Good news. Jackson's trained. He, he makes breakfast in the morning. So three litres nice. is a big thing. But you could buy, you could also buy two, two, two litres. But you have this thing in your head that it's going to go off. Yeah, but used mate, by we'll, dates. We'll Who drink it all quickly, like well bring before in, the use by Bring date. in all the cats. So you never forward plan that stuff. It's really stupid. Okay. So I want that gadget like tomorrow. That's wow. the thing I want like straight away. That's the number one thing I take out of this. We'll talk about the pillow, but I don't want that. My wife probably does. Yep. Um, but that gadget to know what's in the pantry, it's probably not a very economical solution because you're going to have to pay for every sensor and yeah, you're not going to put it on everything. It's a bit of work. There's a bit of work involved, yep. but I just reckon that... That, to me, completes the smart home circle in a big way because you're saying a sensor can do so much now. It can measure a device or, or an item sitting, and then the connectivity of Internet of Things yeah. means you can access that information anytime, anywhere. They had a really similar sensor product like that, which they would have for the elderly. So say, for example, your grandmother or someone should be taking their pills once a day. Yes. You strap the sensor to it, and you can then track how often they're actually using that, actually that pill bottle, yeah, yeah. which is awesome because yeah. if you really need to monitor someone without having to ring them and say, did you take your meds, that's there. Yeah, that was, that was there was a thing here last year or the year before called Mother doing that. That's anyway. exactly what it was. And, oh, Mother. Mother. Yeah, yeah, that's 100%. it. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool because they actually specifically had it talked about with a pill bottle, didn't they? Yeah. Very cool. So obviously, and you mentioned it a couple of times, but the smart pillow, the snoring pillow. Yes. We haven't actually seen it yet. Well, I We've just seen, seen it. a press release, but theoretically it's going to be in our hands tomorrow morning. Yep. Um, but we're talking about a pillow here, or an insert to a pillow, mm. that has, uh, it's inserted into your pillow, and then there's a small device sits on your bedside table, and it can hear if you're snoring. And when you snore, it inflates. And so it moves right. your neck, and apparently, according to their YouTube video, apparently just what happens is uh, you're snoring, your airwaves close down and relax, yeah. and so you start to snore. Because the, the air is trapped and going through. So what happens is any movement makes them go, oh, crap, I'm awake. And yep. so just a subtle movement wakes up the airwaves and opens them up. And so it basically oh, right. is, it replaces the jab in the, in the ribs from the wife. You'd be grateful for that. And mate, I just think this thing, the reaction I've had on the radio from every single announcer is, yep. hang on, can we talk a bit, bit more about that pillow? Because everyone, everyone knows or everyone knows someone who's got bad snoring. Yeah, like Flipsy. There you go. I'm sharing a room with him here. <laughs> Bloody hell. You need one, you need one as soon as possible. Um, that was the alcohol, though, if his wife's listening. No, we didn't drink. There's no drinking. Um, we haven't gambled and we haven't drunk excessively, no. and nor shall we because we have a very busy week ahead. So, There's no time. What else? Um, at, at Unveiled, uh, the, the drinking stuff, what's probably what's your number one or t one and two from Unveiled? Ooh, number one, I'm going to say, is that nutrition bottle. 
So that sort of follows the dispenser yeah. model. However, it's from the top and it takes little protein shakes and oh, things yes. like that. App controlled. So you could be sitting at a desk going... So um, instead of buying a big tin of protein mix, yep. whatever the heck it is, which is one thing, and it's that yep. one style of protein mix, you buy a bunch of, of recipes or capsules and things, yep. and it dispenses them in different amounts so that it creates a, a particular shake on a particular day for you exactly. when, when you want a certain style of shake. Yep. 100%. And it actually Very integrates cool. with your activity trackers so that if you're having a busy day on walking around or whatever you're doing, it actually says, you know what, you need more fuel or you need more protein in your yeah, diet. Right. We're going to give you a bit more today in your drink. Okay. That to me was a good one. Okay. The second one is not something I'll ever use, but it's for the ladies. It's the nail thing, isn't it? It's the nail okay, thing. Yeah. So this nail is, is a printer that prints directly onto your fingernail. How big's the unit? The unit is... Oh, like a laptop? Yeah, it's, bit, it's about the same size as a laptop with yeah. the lid up. Yeah. Imagine there's a box. You stick your fingernail under there, choose whatever design you like, and it prints it. So you, you put designs on it. So like yeah. my daughter, for example, loves Frozen. Could I put, you know, Olaf or Absolutely. Anna Frozen on there and it'll print it on a nail? Yeah, but it had, had thousands of designs already on there. And essentially, yeah. if you can make it in paint, you can print it. And to be clear, this is a multi-thousand dollar item that you're not going to get at home, but this is for nail salons and stuff, right? Those who are sitting there trying those to delicately... Those poor ladies yeah. who think they're good at doing you the think about <clears throat> You think about those salons at you know, Hornsby Westfield, yep. who are there doing pedicures and manicures <laughs> and stuff. Yep. They can they buy this unit and they offer it as a service, 100 bucks a nail or whatever. That's it. They've got their money back within a couple of weeks. They're done, and they've sacked some stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> or, or, or at least got better nails done. Yeah, I mean, it would be a great job. <clears throat> I reckon the shower head. I reckon the shower head is a very interesting one because good point. water usage is is a problem in households. So there's two types of water usage issues. One is people who are environmentally concerned and want yep. to save water, and the other is people who have a limited hot water supply. So the idea of the shower head, as I understand it, is the shower head actually glows certain colours, and you can set a certain amount of water. So it can yep. it can track the amount of water coming through it, and you can say, I want to use 20 litres for my shower. Yep. So it actually gets brighter or redder or whatever when you get closer to that 20 litres. So you're actually aware of the, the usage of water. And so what you can do is you can split it up in a, in a better way so that you're actually reducing everyone's usage and saving water. And or, so, or at least getting through the hot water in the morning. That's exactly what it is. And it actually has Bluetooth in it as well. So it does send that data what? to your smartphone. It's, I just don't feel like anything electrical should be in the shower, mate. It's self-powered. It's self-powered. Oh, what? Does it have little so generators as, in there for the it, water flow? It does. So really? as the water's pouring through, it actually... It actually charges itself to produce that light and to um, manage the Bluetooth connection. So you can say, "Hun, I know how much water you use this morning. It's ridiculous. You're costing us money. Wow. Yep. All right, standing by. Well, let's talk press day in just a minute. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation GPS Technology, and they have announced, and we'll, uh, we'll get this up on the website, they've announced uh, software updates to the Phoenix. They've announced new products. But, of course, if you're looking for a fitness tracker, uh, Garmin have a range of fitness trackers, the Vivo Fit, the Vivo Fit 2, the Vivo Smart, and, of course, their smartwatches, nearly all of them do full fitness tracking and even more. So if you want a fitness tracker in your life, check them out at garmin.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech tech Life with Trevor Long. So press day. Yes. So this is stupid. The the show hasn't even opened. Show opens tomorrow. We've there's been still, here for three days. There's still forklifts driving around setting up. Isn't the show. it awesome? So there's there's no carpet on the floor. I've I've set up my phone here to do a time lapse of these gibbers here who still haven't finished their stand. They got a long way I'll be to interested go. to see how that goes. Yep. There's no carpet on the floor. There's still forklifts driving around. The back doors are wide open. It's freezing cold in here. It's this. Yep. This is like, and I've said it a couple of times on the vlog. This is like I feel like Scott Cam, guys. 
You've got 12 hours. Well, I'm nervous for them. It, it, mate, you walk around in the morning and it freaks you out. You're going, hang on, guys, really, seriously, better be careful. Anyway, so yeah. it opens tomorrow. So today in Las Vegas is Tuesday. <laughs> you have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Tuesday today. The show opens on Wednesday. Today is press day. So yeah. press day traditionally starts with LG. In fact, this year it started with Ford and, and Fitbit. Fitbit doing a little thing at 7.30. But forget them for a minute because there, uh-huh. there's plenty to talk about with them. But you went along to LG. Yes. First and foremost, forgetting what they announced, press day is at one big casino down the very end of the strip. Yep. Um, you've been to a lot. You've been, you've been to international events. You've been to a lot of Australian events. Yeah. On a scale of you know events and press conferences, <laughs> well, I mean, was that anything like what you expected no, it would be? It is the biggest, the biggest sort of tech event I've ever been to. So in terms you of You have the, to queue up for a bloody press conference. Queue up. Miles long. Yeah. I've seen queues longer at... Actually, I've, it's longer than queues I've seen at Disneyland. That's and, true. And anyone who's been there would and know we're that they're here to, huge. This sounds egotistical, but we're here to report on... We're here to provide them with coverage. <laughs> yeah. Yet we have to queue for an hour. It's quite a weird yep. sensation in a sense. And a lot of people have paid a lot of money to be here. Yeah. To even make the journey to Vegas to, to see their announcement. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge thing. i to be really passionate about the tech to be patient to wait for these sort of things yeah. and actually witness the presentation. My vision of, of CES press conferences, other than Sony's, is um, is dark rooms with a big screen at the back with a teleprompter on it, which you can turn around and read if you like, which yep. is always fun. And then um, and then the the, uh, the absolute head of most of the organizations, you know, is normally, you know, in LG's case, Samsung's case, you know, Korean. Yep. Um, and to be, to be frank... Very poor English normally, and, and a challenge often to, to get fully comp- fully comprehend what they're trying to get across, which is which is a tough thing I think, and I think because yeah. Korean uh, their nature is to is to respect and, and you know have that I'm going to be the one that does that, but mm. I think they get better cut through if if they have a more uh, versatile presenter just come out and just present and not be an LG person, yeah. but. Regardless of that, they get out there, and I observed it from afar, like reading mm. blogs and things. It just seemed like they they showcased one really good product in each category, yep. and that was about it. We didn't really get product announcements. You know, and if we did get product announcements, it was only one of every category. So it wasn't saying, here's what we're doing from the base level to the premium. Mm. A lot of them came out and said, here's our premium product, and that's what oh. LG did exactly. So what, what, what is their premium product? So LG has come out and said, we've got a new fridge. Yep. Now, the new fridge being advanced in a way that you can walk up to the door, knock on it with your with your hand, and the whole door... You've got to knock on the fridge door. Knock on the fridge door, like as if you're home. Hello, honey. Yep. The fridge illuminates, and you can see what's inside. I'm sorry. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, it's see-through. It's not see-through. It's sort of... It's a black pane of glass, which when you're not knocking on the door... It's black. It's completely black. But if you knock on it, light comes on inside the fridge, allows the glass to be see-through... And you can see what's inside. I have a very important question. Yep. Why? So you don't open the fridge unnecessarily, releasing cold air, well, more energy. You, I want a drink. Why would I not open the fridge? Because you might be like, oh, I'm sure I've got another can Actually, of Coke in Actually, no. There. I don't want one. What? <laughs> there may not be what you need in there. And how many times have you walked up to the fridge, opened it, looked inside, closed it, walked to the pantry, opened that door, and done the same thing twice? I do it all the time. Hmm. So... Hmm. Step, okay. step aside from that feature. Good. Walking up to the fridge door, moving your foot slightly underneath the door, uh, and all of a sudden it opens up for you. Like the tailgates on like Ford Cougar. Exactly. Which exactly. is which is which is smart. You got the actually, and this is a, another use case. You've got uh, eggs in one hand yep. and margarine in another. Yep. Oh, bloody, I've got to turn around. So you just wave your foot under the fridge door. It opens, but it doesn't open fully. But it opens enough for you to j- to yeah. jar it open um, to to the full extent, yep. and you whack your stuff in. So I actually easy. don't mind that. I love that idea. Does it have a better, like a self-closing though? 
It doesn't do self-closing. See, that's what... Hello? Fridge yeah. is going beep, 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 because you've got oh, the door no. open. Just... You know what it should do? It should beep for three, like three beeps, and then it should start closing. That would be really nice. Well, they didn't mention anything about self-closing, which that, would make a lot more sense than even the opening part. Hello? Because most of the time you're taking things you, out of the can fridge. Can you Google US patent office? I'm going to go talk to them. And uh, let's yeah. make that happen. Right, okay. So, TV. What do they do with TVs? So, TV. Uh, LG came out and spoke about the new OLED TV. Yep. So, they've gone into, and this is going to be the same for all of the TVs that we talk about, they've moved from 4K ultra high definition, and they're moving into premium 4K ultra high definition. What the hell's the difference? They're saying... It's got the word premium in front of it. They've now gone to high damage... High- High dynamic range. Yeah, which is what so, Sony's talking about. So as well. HDR, basically, they're saying that you're going to get more colors, deeper blacks, better contrast, the whole lot. So I feel that anyone who's gone and went, okay, well, let's accept the 4K standard, bought a new TV, they're now going to be told that there's now a premium, better version of it. It's a bit rough. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. rough. That's crazy. So anyway, the one they showed on stage, it was it was beautiful, but they always look beautiful when they roll them out. Very thin, two point. Five seven mil. It's impressive, and I, look, I've tiny. said a million times, and I will say it until the cows come. I would say it to the boss of Samsung, LG make the best TVs. You reckon? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that in the next three months you get to see that OLED. Yeah. Last year's curved OLED. I hate the curve with a passion. Hate mm. it. This one's flat. And this is this is my thing. They've gone flat yep. because they've gone. It's got to be cheaper to produce, right? And therefore, it sure. should be retail cheaper, mate. They will sell mm. like hotcakes. Those things must be because the. Quality is ridiculous. Yeah. So the example I'll give you is I've got an LG, just a, like a 4K TV right now. It's 65 inches, same as what I had with this curve when I was testing it, right? Yep. And this is crazy, but, but run with me here. So the lights are all off in the house, mm-hmm. but the screen, if you've been watching YouTube, which my kids do a lot, the screensaver comes on and it's this little colored blob. And just one color blob in a 65-inch TV, right. like goes red, yellow, blue, blah, blah, and it says YouTube. And then it moves to another part of the screen, goes red, yellow, blue, and it moves to another part of the screen. When yeah. the lights are all off, You've got a black screen with this little color. Up and down the screen where that little color is, it's kind of a brownie gray because the backlight is lit for that entire oh, portion right. of the screen. Yep. Now, when I saw that screensaver on the OLED, didn't do it. I went, holy crap, the whole room is black. I can't even see the television because it's black and, and, and the dots are coming wow. up. That proved to me that yep. individual pixel backlighting on the OLED is. Is, is amazing. Yep. And in terms of pure picture quality, you cannot beat it. Mm. Uh, they will continue. To, I, I reckon I haven't seen TV sales, but I hope that they continue to grow mm. and challenge Samsung because Samsung needs to, they need to accept that OLED is better. Well, no one has. No. Yeah. You had, we had Hisense. You went to Hisense today yep. and I had a conversation with Hisense. They said they were going to go, oh, I can't remember what the slogan was, but you, you know, uh, the, the focus is on you, I think was yeah. the slogan or something like that. Yep. They're calling it U LED. Yeah. U LED. Well, it's not OLED. Nope. It's just something else. Do we know what it is? They're saying it's a it's a better version of LED, but it's not OLED. So so they're saying that they're still powering every pixel themselves, so it should be similar to OLED. Right. But uh, yeah, they didn't really want to say that it was better than OLED. But That's that, a hard uh, thing to do. That one, let's let's skip ahead of Hisense. I yep. can't wait to see that because if Same. see this is the thing, right? I'm a massive fan of Hisense and TCL. Their TVs are great quality at yep. an affordable price. Very affordable. Mate, if TCL can produce a TV that's at Samsung mm. quality but not quite LG quality. Mate, Samsung have got to be worried. Oh, yeah. They have to be worried. Because they're kind of stuck in the middle there then. They I've, are. Th- they've just stuck with LED and they're going, well, what, what are we going to do? Yeah. So that's going to be interesting, I think. And they're actually, the LG TV as well, yes, it's thin. It's actually not sitting on, on 
steel or anything like that. It's glass. Yeah. So it's a panel on, on glass, which makes it kind of amazing in terms of the border. It's not there. Where are the speakers? Speakers is a, is a box sort of that mounts underneath it. Right. So it mounts underneath. It's in their original curved eyelid, it was a glass bottom. And the speakers were also see-through. Oh, really? It looked amazing, but no. they sounded like absolute horse manure. Well, they're pretty proud of these speakers saying it's got two woofers as well. If you do decide to wall mount it, it does adjust so it looks like a sound bar underneath the okay. TV. They've definitely put a lot more thought into it from based on what you're saying of the last version. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so high sense. Um, let's skip ahead to Sony because we'll come back to, yep. to maybe Casio, for example. Um, so I went along to Sony because it's just near us here. Um, Sony is, is, in my mind, the most impressive press conference because they've got the, it's act, they actually at their booth, it's so you beautiful. get to see the first finished booth. It's it's mind blowing. Mm. Your eye, I actually wouldn't mind being there when you walk into LG and Samsung because it is overwhelming. The money, like the number of TV yeah. screens in, in those booths, are stupid. And and we counted tonight Sony's um, big three. It's like a big uh, projected screen all the way around the booth. We counted sixteen projectors at each end. I reckon it's eight at each end with redundancy. So yeah, eight 4K projectors, at each, and these are like 20 grand each. So can you imagine the money involved, right? Um, projecting a huge thing. It's a really impressive press conference. I didn't take much out of it, if I'm honest, yep. but I did get a sense that audio-visual was, was pretty critical. Not that TVs are secondary, no. but they're, they're, they're still pushing hard in the camera space. Yep. But, mate, they've got a nice little sound, Bluetooth you know, sound boxes coming out. They've got great new headphones. So mm. I think they're trying to make sure their, their brand gets back to being what Sony was. If you think about it, yeah. Sony used to always be a brand for anything, right? You have Walkmans, mm. you had everything. So I reckon they're going to go back to that, where they, Sony's more than just TVs and Playstations. Yeah, and I think they sort of touched on that too. They At the start, they started taking us through the journey of where music came from. Yeah. You know, vinyl, cassette, CD, MP3. And I think they've, they've gone through that journey, and now they're starting to go back and evaluate what worked, what didn't. They announced another vinyl player today. A what? They announced a vinyl player today. I may have fallen Yeah, mate, they did. So, so they've obviously See gone through. strategic lean forward and yeah. look down. So they've gone through and said, okay, vinyl was what it once was, yeah. but they've accepted it was high-quality audio, and they're still releasing players for it. Oh, I want one. So it's not over in that sense. I will say, though, and I think there's a bit of a trend with all these companies that we're seeing with, you know, 4K was a big thing probably at last year's CES. Mm. This year, I'm going to call it like the S version. You know how you've got your iPhone Yeah, 6S. right. Yeah. There's quite a, everything's kind of halfway, and we're seeing some improvements. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I, I, so I, this is my fifth year, and Curve was big the first year. Right. 4K was big the second year, and it's yep. pretty much been nothing since. There you go. It might have been two-year gap between, or one-year gap wow. between Curve and 4K. But basically, mm. TV, and I, as I said, I told the Today Show, I said... It's, a, it's an evolution, not a revolution. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. you know, what can they do? <laughs> and the thing, that's, that's fine. If you've bought a TV in the last few years, don't stress. No. That's my point. Be don't stress. Be happy. Yeah. Be fine. And you'll get a new TV in, in five years and it'll be beautiful, even yep. better. But if you are in the market for a new TV, good news, they're getting better continuously. But yep. it's not a, um, it's not a, a exponential growth every year. It's an incremental. No, I mean, technology moves fast, but when it comes to things like your home entertainment, your TV, I think you're pretty safe for a good five years at least when you buy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's rewind back into press day. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of the Casio G-Shocks and, and, oh, yeah. and edifices. Edify. Edify. Uh, and I've loved their Bluetooth in- integration of the G-Shocks, but they mm. went one step further. They did, and, and I kind of had an inkling that this may happen. Yeah. So I saw Casio on, on the happen. list, and I went... You're going to go to CES, you're going to be at press day, which must be another massive cost to do. Yeah. What are you going to announce? You can't just be a calculator. Yeah. Right? So, walked in, saw the uh, saw what they had. It was a rugged smartwatch running Android Wear. 
So when you say rugged smartwatch, are we talking G-Shock rugged? I'm talking, it looks like a G-Shock. Exactly okay. right. It definitely does. It's got, um, it's 50 metres water resistant. Right. It's military grade in terms of, you know, so you can drop Android it. So Android wear in a rugged form factor. Absolutely. How big is it? It's not that big. It's almost like a normal G-Shock watch. Yeah, you know, right. They're not huge. Yeah. They're not like my big thing on yeah. my wrist, which yeah, no one yeah, can yeah. see. But um, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not crazy. It's yeah, not okay. Crazy. Um, it is going to be for somebody who does want to do the adventure stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not for your you know, man in the office. I can't see it being Why that not? style. But see, people wear G-Shocks at the office. Who does? Mate, I, well, I do, for a start. Okay. Um, <laughs> Your office at home. Nothing yeah. awkward. Uh, no, I actually still have a job, uh, and I will keep wearing a G-Shock for a while. Yep. Um, but I know, I've got a couple of people at work. Oh, G-Shocks right. are a fashion accessory, mate. People wear them. They, they're different, different colours. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, Mr. Stylish, suave man. Uh, some of the some of the people out west uh, enjoy their G-Shocks as their only fashion item, okay? We don't have special socks. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with either of those things. <laughs> so one thing I will say about this, yes, it runs Android Wear and it's a smartwatch. It doesn't mean that you're going to get your only two-day battery life. Yeah, right. So the big thing with this is that you've got the option of running the, obviously, the smartwatch display, or you can run the normal digital display, which, which is over the top of it. Yeah. So that means you can get 30 days battery life out of this, which is... Which is nice, especially if you're going to take a real trek and be away for a couple of weeks. Brilliant. Hmm. All right, um, one or two more things that have uh, jumped out at you today, or uh... jumped at me today? Not so much. There was a new Fitbit that was announced. Yeah, um, it's, it's a smartwatch, but they're not calling it one, are they? Tr- it's, it's a smartwatch without admitting it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's like being half pregnant, really. <laughs> and okay, let's let's think tomorrow then. Yep. Uh, tomorrow is the day it opens. We're, we're fortunate we can actually come in early yep. because we'll come in and we'll get it set up on our computers and things. We'll also see, you know, the last-minute panic. But mm. once it's officially open, where are you going to go first? A huge day. I think I'm starting my day with LG. Hmm. Got a booth tour there. Going to have a but look you've, at... Uh, the booth tour is, I think, at 10, though, right? Oh, yeah. So you've got an hour. So, I, so where, I'm where, getting up Where early. are you going to take yourself... What's the one thing you want to see and actually mm. talk to someone about or muck I, around with? I'm going to wander straight into the um, into the tech hall where where the brands like Samsung, LG, <laughs> and them are. Centre hall. Um, see how big it is because that's the scale. I just that's need to go in there. I mean, I'm going to spend most of my day out that way anyway, but I'll stay there and uh, I'm, I know I'm going to find so much out there. Yeah, It'll yeah. Be crazy. Well, thanks for coming in. Uh, well, thanks for coming on the podcast, but thanks for coming thanks to CES. Awesome having you here. Pleasure. It's uh, it's going to be a huge week. Mm. Um, Let's make it happen. Yeah, no, bring it on. Here, some dude just looking in the window. It's all good. All right, um, we'll be back. Uh, we might we might talk again this week. I might let you back on. Always have the time. <laughs> You're listening to Your Tech Life. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And if you're looking for a home security camera system, you can't go past the Arlo range of smart home security cameras. These are 100% wire-free, and that's the beautiful thing about them. They're so easy to set up for a start. Um, That's just basically out-of-the-box plug-and-play. You get complete wireless access to them, regardless of where you are in the world. Stay connected when it matters. Arlo keeps track of the people and places you care about most in most brilliant HD provides live viewing from your smartphone and sends notifications alerts straight to you when motion is detected place Arlo cameras in hard to reach places indoor or outdoor and watch over your home from anywhere one system endless possibilities 100% wire free check them out at netgear.com.au so it's good to have Jeff here and uh, to get me through this first couple of days because I've uh, 
it's just not easy to um, to get around to the show and to the press day and all those different things when I've got to um, also be organising a bunch of uh, gadgets and gizmos and, and all whatnot for um, for the crosses on the Today Show. So, uh, big thanks to Jeff for um, not only coming on the podcast but coming over to CES with us uh, as part of the EFGM crew. We've got um, a good mate of mine, Adam Phillips, is here. He'll be writing some great stuff about cars that we found. And uh, video producer extraordinaire Rob Locke is uh, helping with the with the product and um, and and vlog videos that we're doing. So uh, they're great fun. If you want to follow our little excursion and experience, we're on Instagram at EFTM. Uh, I'm on Instagram as well at Trevor Long AU. Uh, I'm obviously on Twitter at Trevor Long, and so is EFTM and Your Tech Life. And of course on Facebook, you can find EFTM and my own personal page on Facebook, TrevorLong.com. Um, I'm quite looking forward to getting tomorrow out of the way. We've got uh, six great gadgets to show you on the Today Show. If you uh, are listening to this after uh, Thursday morning, then, hey, easy, very, very easy. Just go on uh, on my Facebook page. I'll, I'll put a link up to the Today Show segments uh, that we've done this week. So um, you know, they're, good, they're good gadgets. You want to see them. Uh, and then the, the action gets underway tomorrow. I mean, this is, uh, this is where the action happens. This is uh, lots of people, 150,000 people across a, a convention space. Um, that is so vast, it's it's almost unimaginable, but um, great fun. There are still, it is, uh, I'm recording this final part of the podcast here at uh, 10 o'clock, Tuesday night. That makes it uh, exactly 11 hours and 45 minutes until the show opens, and there are still people assembling their booths. And I expect there'll be people here at 6 and 7 a.m. To, um, to get it sorted. So lots of work still to be done. But you can follow it all right here with your tech life. Um, get in touch. I'll do a couple of podcasts this week, of course. I've got a few people. I think I'll be able to get up into the studio and we'll have a chat with some people from CES. I want to talk to um, Aussies that are up here uh, doing things, and uh, we'll bring that to you throughout the week. So thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And as always, get in touch. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Say day or jump on Twitter, uh, at Trevor Long, and say day. Always great to hear from you. Let's talk again very soon, live from Las Vegas for CES. Thanks to Netgear. And Garmin. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.